my loves. All right. So, um, as we're heading into Thanksgiving morning, shout out to all of the black women experienced content creators out there. Thank you so much for soldiering on for your girl, uh, Shanquella Robinson. Um, we need to get her justice. And this one really hit me hard. Um, <laughs> y'all know each one. I feel each one. And um, I just am still going through the content and um glad that you know, we're using our platforms and we're becoming the v- the the media and we're becoming the voices and we're standing up for each other, right? And we are establishing what solidarity means for the sisterhood for us to get the fence for, for ourselves, right? And um, it, it's heartbreaking just even listening to the mother, you know, the father. A lot of times you have cases where the fathers are not involved, but you know, you could tell he loved his daughter so much, right? That we, you know, mourn that loss. But one of the things, and you're probably going to see it in the title, is who the fuck is harboring these six people? Someone is harboring these people. And I feel like, you know, I'm very much in Sigma role. Um, I see all of the different content creators championing up at the forefront and I'm just coming behind and looking for any loose ends. And one of the loose ends that no one's addressing is who the F is harboring these criminals? This is absolutely outrageous. And it kind of speaks to the underpinnings of what happens in the black community. When and why and how is it okay that we... Take in people who took an innocent life. Shanquella is not the only one, right? Remember, black women are at the forefront of propagating a protopian future, right? And one of those um, sectors is discussing urban conflict, right? And in the midst of all of these, you know, violent acts and crimes, there's still a atmosphere of harboring degeneracy. I think that, you know, what I don't want to go by the wayside is that, yeah, they get, you know, the, the Cabo Six and the you know, the, I think is it the Cabo Four, uh, right? But whoever is harboring these six people are also complicit. Let us not forget that since November, y'all, um, no, is it October? I think is it mid-October? Somebody was just showing the timeline, um, Every night that they're out here on these streets, somebody's buying them food. Somebody's providing them shelter. Someone is delaying the justice that, you know, the parents, Shanquella's parents have to go to bed every night. Somebody is delaying the hands of justice. And I consider those people to be just as complicit. I think that they need to have harsh 
um, uh, sentence as well for harboring fugitives, multiple fugitives. We need to send a message very loud and very clear that we do not support the harm of others. We don't on any level. I don't care if it's your son, your daughter, you know, your brother, your sister, your mother, your father. Enough is enough. If you want to show solidarity, visit them in prison. Put money on their books. <laughs> write them letters. But what you don't do is harbor someone who snuffed out a young life. I find myself just, it's so surreal to me. I look at her picture and I'm like, so young and doing so much with her life. And I just... can't begin to fathom the savagery. I'm pretty sure by now the news has shown and even through social media just how violent and brutal these acts were. And you are okay feeding that type of person you were okay with that type of person and those type of people sleeping in your house and you protecting them and here's the thing it's going to get old real quick it's going to get old real quick because there there's a saying when it comes to having guests in your house right after seven days fish starts to stink they're going to be eating up your food, showing ungrateful tendencies. Now you're stressed out. Now your family's stressed out. God forbid you have these type of people around your kids. Leeching off of your energy. You're feeding this energy. You're going out to work and making money to feed someone who killed someone, who harmed someone. Who was so ruthless and so violent. We need to get them off the street. And the fact that they're so conniving. And as it's been mentioned before by other um, content creators. It, it It's just all of the sorts of levels of disrespect that you're going to go show your face to the parents. And try to dissuade them and deter and obstruct justice by planting seeds of doubt in the face of the parents, that is all kinds of levels of disgusting. You know... I said I'm part of, you know, very much Sigma <laughs> because one of the things about the Alpha, the Alpha will go for the jugular, you know, 
and it leads the wolf pack. But the ones that come behind clean up the extra stuff, they go in for that, you know, make sure that whatever is tackled really is taken down, you know, and literally bring up the rear. And my thing is, yeah, there's people talking about all of those things about the uh, Mexican authorities, um, the cover up, um, the me- medical malpractice, um, the social aspect of people who consider themselves to be friends, the violence. But I'm coming up from the rear and I'm saying, in the midst of all of it, let's hold these people who are harboring these people accountable. Who Who is protecting them? And I don't give a damn. I really don't. I don't give a damn. Y'all need to spend time in jail or prison. There needs to be a message that we don't condone you harboring. And like I said, this is not the first one. You have people, you know, America's Most Wanted, International Most Wanted. Someone's protecting these monsters. And we need to hold them accountable too. They are just as complicit. I could probably pretend to, you know, put myself in their shoes and kind of, you know, see them coming back home and hearing all of the murmurings. But at this point, it's all over the news. You see what these people did to this woman. And you see the the Mexican government and the FBI calling for their arrest and calling them to come forward to do the right thing. They need to be held accountable. And who are you to stand in the in the way and you know of justice? I think that um, there needs to be just as much publicity speaking to how much time the people who harbored and participated in hiding them day to day to day to day. Driving them to different locations, paying for their hotel room, buying them meal after meal after meal after meal, allowing them to stay in their couch, in their rooms, drinking, you know, drinking their their beverages, eating their food, showering at their location, buying them clothes, doing them their laundry. There needs to be just as much media coverage exposing the people that are harboring these savages and make sure that it's a a sentence that sends a message that we do not tolerate that type of activity. And like I said, you know, unfortunately... She's in many ways the sacrificial lamb because <clears throat> it, it 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 befuddles me, you know. Um, 
when I say that she's a sacrificial lamb in many ways, right, as a lot of black women are, because now, you know, you better believe that there, this is exposing corruption. This is not the first time that there's, you know, Mexican law enforcements that are, you know, willing to get paid off. You know, this is not the first time that those people have stolen money from other people. This is not the first time that, you know, the medical doctor may have been sloppy, right? This is not the first time that there's cover-ups for that hotel or any other hotels, right? This is not the first time that people have harbored fugitives. In fact, there's another couple, there were um, like three other people that were, um, that were killed uh, right around the same time that Shanquala was as well in Mexico. And um, y'all, you know, I also appreciate, and I'll do a separate podcast on this one, but, you know, the calls to action and using the grief and the disdain and... uh, for those types of acts, um, to propel us to take action to make sure that it's better, because you know, such a young person, y'all. I have god kids that are still growing up, two and three, what, eleven, twelve, fifteen. gotta make it a better place for the children that are coming behind us and part of that message means that you need to practice integrity regardless of what the person's color of skin is right we don't lay hands on each other we do not take someone's life out life is so precious and we send a message that life is precious by giving them the highest most severe punishment And we hold those people accountable, you know, um, uh, listening to Tisa tell she was talking about the Hippocratic Oath. The doctors take a Hippocratic Oath that they promise to um, practice professional care. You know, and um, Tisa brings up some really good points about how that slipped through the crack for whatever reason, for whatever whatever bias. Oh, these are just young people. These are just black people. This is just a black woman. Huh? Um, with law enforcement, they also have, they, you know, because cause law enforcement and and it, it could be different in Mexico, I don't know. But here they're supposed to practice, you know, to protect and to serve. And then you start to look at the same thing that I'm talking about here. Who are they protecting? Not 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 
you know, the taxpaying citizens or the the helpless, right? They're protecting the felons, the the people who harm and cause, and you know, inflict harm to others. So, it's just I'm gonna. You can probably tell I hit my um. It's just a lot, but I'm just bringing up the rare, and looking for the loose ends, and I think that to kind of complete that message out, I'm not trying to undermine all the other things. Those things fall into place, but. I will be looking out on my end to see, you know, who's harboring this person, what are their sentences, and call that they also are held accountable. Because, like I said, it's one thing for you to hear people come home and, you know, it can feel like, oh, the system is, you know, this, that, and the third, and they're just trying to oppress you. But when those videos came out, yeah, no, you're not staying on my couch. I'm not paying no Taco Bell for you. I'm not doing your laundry. No, you can't stay here. No, you can't use my credit card. It's absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, for the parents, yeah, that that's, that's difficult. But at the same time, too, you kind of have to wonder, those, that type of behavior for how savage, I don't, I've never laid hands. Now, there is a quote-unquote friend that, um, I remember she brutally attacked another girlfriend and um when I tell you I backed all the way up I backed all the way up laying your hands on someone should never be an a uh, uh, um an option never and I'm pretty sure that the behaviors were there and whether the parents didn't course correct you know and you know, I think it's it's kind of bizarre to see it from a woman too. You know, and at least the neck of woods where I grew up, it's kind of like at that point, once a woman is that violent, it's just like, whoa, what is going on, right? Um, men shouldn't be like that either. We've been talking a little bit about, you know, strong men versus weak men. You know, males versus men. Um, but yeah, I'm going to close out. And so whatever you can in your way, you know, um, there's um, Tisa has information on her on her uh, YouTube, I think, for the change dot org petition and also. Um, for the GoFundMe, they're going to need funds for, you know, it's it's one thing to have it in your own state or in the U.S., but they're going to have to kind of almost in some ways double up on things or time and a half because or whatever it is and a half because they have to get translators for all of this documentation Lawyers are going to have to go down there and, and stay for each of these six monsters, not to mention the four, um, the, you know, I believe, between the medical doctor and the law enforcement people that responded there. You know, what's interesting to me, too, um, I remember there was a case that we learned about in uh, when I was in university. 
it's in a psychology class I took and I've been noticing the phenomena um where there was a um there was a woman in New York and a lot of you know that they have kind of like those really close um apartments that the walls are paper thin and her this woman's window was open and you could see the man stabbing her to death and her crying for help and i it was for an extended period of time and they said no one called the police no one tried to help her and all of these people stood by and watched her life get snuffed out and you know and for the you know whether it was the 15 minutes or the two and a half hours going on 3 hours that um they were attempting to resuscitate her you know and and even being complicit in falsification of the records it's like where is there not one person among you that is brave enough to do the right thing you know same thing when you look at what happens with um Kanye you know um demoralizing a a young black woman in a corporate meeting and having her, you know, sit on the floor and feeding her messages that she does not deserve to sit at the table for three hours and not one adult grown person could put their foot down and say, you're not going to treat that person that way if you have a problem with her. You know, you can either fire her and let her go, but you're not going to talk to her like that or disrespect her that way. Still in 2022, right? Let's not be like that moving forward. Let's not be these beings that stand by and watch, you know, this type of, low vibrational energy and shame on the people who and again you know it it's one thing like I think and I'll I'll kind of just you know it, men for the most part are not the most loving compassionate empathetic caring protective creatures right um but it just baffles me when you talk about even the sisterhood too, right? Um, and we saw this with um, Brianna Taylor, either the silence of voices from other women, or um, women participating and saying like, "Oh well, we should just stand by and watch the system work it out," knowing damn well that the difference between you know, Sean Quella is the same difference that's between the 10,000 rape cases in Memphis from 2017 and the outpour of law enforcement and media press coverage and swift acting action to, you know, on behalf of Eliza, I think her last name was Robinson too, of Eliza, you know, which was a blonde, you know, blue eyed person. And they arrested that person within hours, within days. I think it was like within 48 hours, something like that. So, you know, like I said, in contrast to the 10,000 cases from 2017 that are still unattended to. 
and and given for how there's you know so many women you know, just don't you still fail to understand or refuse to understand or enjoy your privilege right at the expense of others and I think there was more I wanted to say but let me um get off of here and um If you are, you know, I think what I wanted to say, because I know not everyone who listens to me is co- are content creators, um, but if you're seeing, you know, details of areas where we can hold each other accountable um, and hold these people accountable and to send a clear message, then, you know, even if you articulate it in the chats or sign the petition or contribute to the GoFundMe, you know. And let's pay attention to that moving forward. You know, um, for those of you who are raising children, you better believe, yeah, when I when I spend time with my niece, we talk about these things. We talk about the importance of respecting her friends, but also to look out for the, the signs, how to protect herself. Right. How to. You know, this is definitely check on your kids. If they're showing these behaviors, this is your warning sign. Consider yourself signed, you know, warned. This that we're not condoning that behavior. And and if you have to be prepared that if you haven't course corrected them enough. And I was talking about this a little bit, too. Like if the parents are just going to come forward and say, you know what, we we was teaching little winter in Sunday school, you know, love thy neighbor as thyself. And she just kept throwing these hands, you know, her hands and feet and hoofs and paws and whatever. And then, you know, so at some point people decide that they want to become, you know, they make intentional mm, choices, deliberate choices. You know, one of the things we've been talking about is character. What does character look like? And um, I believe it was Robert Greene was talking about character is comprised of intentional, deliberate actions that are consistent that you take every day, you know, um, and to the point that I guess it's like the sum equals the total or something. It, it, It adds up to the total. Some of some of the total parts, but and so all of these little decisions day to day, you decide to be, you know, aggressive. You decide to lay your hands on people, and at first it could be a little push, right? And saying something berating and the, uh, entertaining those types of thoughts, and it wasn't just enough to just kick her one time or slam her one time. You did it over and over and over. And as I was saying, like, you know, this is the time to have that sit down, come to Jesus conversation with family members, even if you're around a Thanksgiving table. I, I told this to my, um, uh, I said this at a family um, setting thing too, but I've, I've said this to quote unquote people that are friends or that type of thing. I'm like, don't include me in any of yours. I was like, don't do anything bad around me. 
And I kind of was a little bit like that too growing up. I'm like, don't have me. Don't come pick me up in a car to go rob somewhere. I'm not with it. I don't want I was like, I will sing like a bird. I will sing like a bird. And they'll be like, no, don't play with me. Don't include me in any of your mess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not covering up for anyone. I want no parts of it. But guess what? Up until this point, when people want to go do their mess to whatever degree it is, I'm not there. And I'm not saying that, you know, those families members did, but it's just, I'm, I, I, I knew I had to in my intuition too. Like I said, I don't call me for nothing. I'm not no ride or die to where I, you know, too pretty for prison. <laughs> but I don't want to be caught up in your mess. And a lot of you, this is the time to have that preliminary conversation. Listen, if you get yourself in trouble, you're going to have to turn yourself into the authorities. Get yourself a good lawyer. I'll visit you there if you need to. Hire the best lawyers that you do. But you don't harbor, you know, fugitives. Not for something like this. Not for murder. And then you saw the videos. You know what they're up against. <laughs> I don't know to what degree somebody with a criminal mind would be so inclined to listen to this all the way to this end. But just understand that the days of you participating in this level of savagery and harming people. I'm one of those people that's going to probably from here on out start to bring this up. Who's harboring these people? Who's feeding these people? Who's keeping them in their house and doing their laundry and moving them from location to location and paying for them to stay in hotels and, and you know, even try to exit the, the country and fund them? It used to be, and I think I'll close out with this, I look forward to the protopian future where right now it used to be that, you know, we didn't feel safe because of the around toxic, um, low-frequency people, right? It wasn't safe for the majority of us because those few people would terrorize us with, you know, all of this debauchery. But we are moving to where now you, excuse me, you are no longer going to be safe. We're going to make sure that justice is served. We're going to make sure that you serve the harshest, longest prison sentences. We're going to make sure that we're not harboring or entertaining or protecting that type of energy anymore. So then now that we can really be safe and now criminals are not no longer safe. So I'm going to go, you guys. All right. And just condolences to the family, you know. And she was loved and.
that's all I can say for now. <laughs>